Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, guys. We're we're halfway through the week. Um, hold on strong. Uh, <laughs> we got it. We'll get there. We'll get to Friday eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I wanted to bring up the fact that I'm going to Taylor's house. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so if Man, you guys don't know, yeah, if you guys don't know, we do live like four hours away from each other, um, and I'm going to visit Taylor. Yay! So, I'm so excited. I'm very excited. We're hoping that the weather doesn't ruin our plans. So yeah, fingers crossed. I'm gonna that. have some serious beef with the weather if it does ruin our plans. However, we're gonna make the most out of whatever we can do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but still. I will yes. fist fight the weather. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I also wanted to mention that um, I've been stepping up our social media game. Ayo. Like, if you've if you've been on our, on our Instagram or I think it's on, it's on our Facebook, too. Yeah, it is. And um, Twitter. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, just, like, look at the posts on there compared to the previous ones that we like have always had um i'm trying to be like an actual social media person (laughs) and you're killing it too yeah so you know so definitely go check out our instagram because first of all it was always cool but now it's way more cool so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just saying yeah definitely um but also rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify please and also subscribe to our youtube because i have a good feeling in my bones there might be a vlog coming soon Ooh. I'm speaking it into the future because we got to do something. I know, I know. Our last one was so much fun, but that was so long ago. It was yeah. so much fun. So, oh, okay, yeah, we have to do it again. So, you know, if you guys have any places that we should go visit, maybe do some little spooky things if there's anything available, let us know mm-hmm. where we should go. Okay, well, actually transitioning into my story, um, if you're if you're good to go into my you story, go right on ahead, girly. Um, I might have a place for us to go, but also Ooh. it's kind of far. Well, it's I don't really far. care. Kansas. That's not that far. It's. I mean, how far is it? That's pretty far. Yeah, I have <laughs> flown over Kansas before, though. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's. Really, I mean, it's like in the middle of the country. It's like ha- we're halfway there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, this story um, takes place in Atchison, Kansas. Um, Mm -hmm. Never heard of that. Sorry uh, if you live there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is the Sally House. (gasps) Oh, okay. You've heard of the Sally House. Oh, I've definitely heard of the Sally House. (laughs) You want to go to the Sally House? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm down. I'm scared, (laughs) but I'm down. (laughs) Well, I didn't even get to tell you about it yet. You're right. Um, Please tell me. Okay. So, so yeah, you probably would be scared, honestly, because they say that it is the most ha- haunted house in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And some people say that it is the most haunted house in the country. Da-da-da. But also, I don't know how much I believe that part of it. Tragically, they do, in fact, say that about just about every single haunted house. Yes. Yeah, Exactly. Like, that's what I was going to say. Why do they say that about every haunted house? I think just to make it seem more scary, honestly. But it yeah. really, it kind of, you know, 
dulls that saying down once you use it every single time. I know. Yeah. I guess since there's not really like a meter for like how haunted something is, like you can probably claim it for everything. That's very true. Um, Okay. So definitely like one of the most haunted ones in Kansas, at least. So there's that. That's for sure. Because I've never heard of any other ones that are haunted in Kansas. So. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this house was built in the mid 1800s. Very, very long time ago. Yeah. She's old. Um, and it is located at 508 North 2nd Street. Um, it has three bedrooms and two bathrooms. And I did look up pictures. This house, I mean, it just looks like a normal house. Like, it looks kind of cute. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's kind of crazy, considering how old it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would think it would um, be a little bit ugly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only... I guess, no, it's definitely older than my house. My house was built in, like, the 30s. hmm So this is, like, probably 40 years before that. Because yeah. um, I think it says mid-1800s, but I feel like it's more closer to the late 1800s. I don't really know the exact year. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. Um, so they say that this house is haunted by the ghost of a young girl who died in the house while undergoing surgery. Oh. Oh, no. Yes. In-house surgery, you know, never really a good thing. I know. What was that other house that... It was the house in Wilmington that had surgery. No, that was the morgue. Yeah, but... Or did they have surgery? (laughs) Technically, it's still surgery. They just weren't alive. Oh. (laughs) I mean, like... But no, no, the, um... Yeah, it's the Latimer house. And the kitchen, it was used as a morgue, but before it was used as a morgue, it was like a nurse's, it was like basically a, a doctor um, for like the soldiers. Okay, yeah. So, was that, I guess it was like a common thing, like before no, for sure. there were a lot of hospitals that you could get to? I don't even know. No, because like doctors came would... to your house too, just like regular doctors, even when you were sick. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of like... A tiny bit of the backstory, um, but I'll get into it. Um, this house has been on many paranormal shows over the years. It was on a show called Sightings in the 1990s. It was on Ghost Adventures in 2015. And it was on BuzzFeed Unsolved Paranormal um, mm-hmm. in 2021. I remember and that video. Yeah, that is where I sort of found this story is by watching BuzzFeed Unsolved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They went there twice, I think. And I I just saw, like, the second time that they went. But Yeah, we love Ryan and Shane. I know. They're the best. (laughs) They're not on BuzzFeed Unsolved anymore. They just have their own thing. Yeah. It's called Um, The Watcher. Yeah, Watcher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out Watcher. For real. Um, Okay. So... This house, it was commissioned by the Finney family in the mid-1800s, and it was the home of Dr. Charles Finney. Oh, so he was a doctor. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So he practiced medicine in the house. The bottom floor was for surgery and exams, and the bedroom was his office, and him himself like dr finney and his family all lived upstairs Mm, so 
you know, watching horror movies, that's a little creepy. Yeah. And I don't know how I would feel living in a house like that. I don't know. I know. I mean, I guess people run their businesses out of their house still today. I guess it's not that weird, but I don't know. It's I don't I just don't like the feeling of strangers coming in and out of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially like bringing sickness into your house. That yeah, that's way that's way. No, I'm not good with that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that that's how they sort of lived though, and they ended up moving out in 1947. Um due to like they they just didn't have enough room so they had to move out so they were they were in this house for a while though mid-1800s until 1947 yeah that's a really long time and then after them you know a bunch of people lived in the house but um back to when the finneys still lived there um you know i said in the beginning that this house is haunted by the ghost of a young girl who died here, right? Yeah. So, the story goes that Sally, age six, which is really young, um, she was brought to Dr. Finney's house by her mother because she had severe abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And he thought that it was appendicitis. And he's like, we need to go into emergency surgery right now. Right? Yeah, that's scary. Yes, um, especially like in someone's house, like in the mid 1800s. Yeah, you know, it's just that's horrifying. Crazy. So he, you know, gave her anesthetic, and I guess like they say that he didn't wait long enough for it to take effect. Mm-hmm. And then they he cut into her to you know take out her appendix, but she died when when he started the surgery because um pro- probably because of shock because yeah. the anesthetic had not taken effect yet oh that hurts me so bad yeah yeah it's really sad um especially since like it seems like she could have been saved you know if if only he waited a little bit longer yeah. but i mean if it was really that bad maybe she would have died from her appendix i mean i don't know yeah, that's true. Ugh, horrible. Yeah. Um, another story um, says the the same story pretty much, except Sally. <clears throat> Sally was the illegitimate daughter of Doctor Finney, and her mother brought her to his house so that she did not like get her name written down in a hospital. But I don't really know about that. Like, what do you think? Because I don't, I don't think it makes sense for them to, like, they're hiding her so much that they're not letting her go to a hospital just because he's the dad. Yeah, that's a little bit extra. Like, I don't feel like nobody cares that much. And I yeah. feel like people might just be trying to make the story, like, a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and even if people did care, couldn't they just say, like, oh, like, he's not the dad. Right, yeah. like, pe- I feel like people aren't going to just immediately assume this guy's the dad like he's a doctor and a surgeon like if she's sick obviously he, she would go to him regardless. right exactly yeah yeah so i'm i'm sort of rejecting that idea that like he was her dad yeah me too so but anyways um the um another 
version of the story says that he just did this surgery without anesthesia at all and wasn't even trying to give it to her oh my god I which really, is like i really hope that's not true yeah that one's even more horrible um so the house was not really haunted per se for like a long time after that happened mm-hmm. um the finneys who you know the original family like they they never really reported much paranormal activity going on but i mean i guess who's to say if they actually experienced any or not maybe they just didn't there's nothing written down yeah that's true but um other former tenants so after they after they moved out in 1947 um you know a few other people moved in throughout the years and other former tenants say that there was paranormal activity especially the male residents and visitors oh interesting so they have said that they were even scratched until they bled Mm-mm. oh my god yeah um so and sally it has been called the man-hating ghost <laughs> okay i love that for sally <laughs> She's a man hater. <laughs> um, people say like maybe it's because a man like killed her, like not mm-hmm. killed, but you know, um, yeah. his doctor Finney was the one who, I guess, caused her death, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Um, she's trying to get revenge on him or something. Yeah, she should. I yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, and most of the tenants. Did not have anything that crazy to report, but the craziness started in the 90s, oh, okay. um, which is crazy because that's a long time from when Sally was in there and died. That's true. Um, random question. Do we know when that doctor died? Like, did he die in the 90s? Hey, there's no way. Because I was just like wondering, like, maybe she was waiting for him or like waiting for somebody to go like to haunt it i don't know i mean i don't really know how ghosting works you know i don't know i don't i actually don't remember hmm you should look that up dr i think it was dr charles finney charles finney um yeah i don't know um but while you're looking that up i'll just continue so in 1993 a couple and uh who I think they they might have already had their baby or they were pregnant. Um, They moved into the house. Mm -hmm. This was Deb. Okay. Did you find it? Um. No. No. Well, the issue is there are a lot of Dr. Charles Finney's. Just look at Sally House. Yeah, I did that too. Oh. Um, No. It doesn't really say. Um, Okay. Actually, it says. See, it doesn't say. It just says Michael, which apparently is like a sibling to the Finneys so okay you know I guess we might that was that remains a mystery okay yeah we don't know (laughs) all right well um okay so in the 90s in 1993 a couple moved in um Deborah and Tony Pickman and after you know they moved in everything was fine after about a month um of living in the house they started noticing strange things which you know has it's just how it goes. Yeah, I guess. not good. I wouldn't really want to notice some strange things after I move into a house. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So their dog, 
um, would start to growl at random times, Mm-mm. at like random things in the air, yeah. at nothing. I hate that. That's an immediate no. Yeah, and especially in the nursery. And where was the nursery? Um, that was um, just one of the bedrooms upstairs. Oh, okay. I really don't like that then. Yeah. Like, oh, how would I want to put my baby in there? Yeah, well, they did, I guess. I guess so. I mean, it's it's the baby's room, so. <laughs> it was the nursery. Uh, and they they noticed a bunch of other things. So they noticed that strange mold grew on household items. Which I don't like that. No, that's all. really gross. Yeah, no. Uh, there was a series of attacks on the husband. Oh, my God. Tony. Um, the area that was once the operating area in like the downstairs it would become cold so that's fun um objects would visibly move on their own and that includes like stuffed animals that were in the nursery they um one day they came back um and like went and looked in there and the stuffed animals were arranged in a circle Mm-mm. oh no 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 like all facing they were all facing outwards like sally's probably just playing around but that's so creepy yeah and honestly like if you think about sally as an actual six-year-old girl it does seem kind of cute like oh she's just gonna go and like play with the toys yeah but But, then you think like you know sally's a ghost yeah (laughs) yeah and if you think about if you hear about like these other things i'm about to tell you Mm. it gets kind of worse oh no so um, candles would light and burn on their own. That's a fire hazard. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, disembodied voices of men, women, and children mm-hmm. would be heard throughout the house. Disgusting. So I guess not just Sally, other, other people too. Ew. Um, scratching on the walls at night. So that's not, that's a big no for me. This is a lot of things to be happening for these people not to just want to leave. <laughs> no, I know. Um, and I'll tell you how long they stayed in there in a, in a little bit. But they, yeah, they heard scratching on the walls at night. The husband, um, Tony, he felt scratches on his chest and abdomen. Mm-mm. I yeah. mean, she is a man-hating ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they even tried to take Sally in as a daughter, kind of, because they were like, they, they found out that it was a little girl ghost. So yeah. they're like, you know, we can be nice to her. Maybe she'll be nice back to us. We can take her in as a ghost daughter. Yeah, I mean, I would probably think the same thing. Mm-hmm. But this did not really, like, she didn't really want that. Because this didn't really do anything to stop her from being mean. hmm <laughs> You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Another thing that happened is during their baby's birthday party, a doll caught on fire out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, she's, like, committing arson now. She's fully an arsonist. Wait, question. Do we know if that baby was a boy? Oh, um, for some reason, I want to say yes. Uh, yeah, I don't I want to say yes, too. Like, that might be, like, why she has a little, like, more. I mean, she has an obsession regardless, but, like, you know, man-hating boy hating as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um nothing ever really happened honestly to uh debbie or to the baby mm-hmm. it was mostly just tony but 
Yeah. But yes, like I get that. Her being in that room and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, okay, so I, I said that the birthday party, um, and they, they ended up moving out after, how long do you think they stayed in this house? Mm, well, I mean, I would say like seven months. Two years. Uh-uh. Oh, my so God. They, they stayed in this house for two years, and they were renting, too. Okay, literally, I was even going to say, like, seven months might be too long, is what I was thinking in my brain. Because <laughs> I'm like, I surely would not stay, <laughs> not even seven months. So, two years yeah. is wild. Mm-hmm. They renewed that lease. Like <laughs> They literally renewed that lease. Yeah. That's crazy. But yep. I wonder, like, if it wasn't so bad at first. You know, like, maybe just a few things were happening. And then yeah. she realized that they signed the lease. And she was like, all right, let's kick it up, boys. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. May- yeah, like, I think the scratches and stuff were probably just at the end. Yeah. And before that, it was just, like, yeah, like, kind of the basic kind mm-hmm. of haunting. Things. Yeah. <laughs> so. The usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the usual. Uh, so, um, you know, after they moved out, Debbie sort of, like, she spoke about all of this stuff happening, and she said that she thinks Sally was not actually the spirit of a little girl, but an evil entity or a, or a demon. So that's actually kind of what I was thinking, too. Like, when you said that there would be, like, man, woman, and child voices coming out of her. Yeah, And that, that's like, true. maybe, because demons, first of all, if you don't know, demons love to play and pretend like they're kids. Yeah. Because there's, like, a false sense i mean allegedly but there's like a false sense of like oh you're gonna trust like a kid because it's like a little baby kid mm-hmm. but in reality it's a little demon <laughs> so yeah i don't know hmm. maybe she's onto something there yeah hmm. definitely could be i mean i guess the other voices could just be other ghosts as well but yeah, i don't know they don't seem yeah. to show up anywhere else yep something weird something to ponder any mm-hmm. ghosts out there can answer that'd be great yeah, really? Uh, so, I have a little bit more to add. Um, it was discovered in the early 2000s that a pentagram was drawn on the basement floor of the home. Mm, not a great sign. Yeah. So, this was like sort of like a dirt floor basement situation. And yeah, there was a pentagram in there. Mm. Um, and they also, somebody did a luminol test mm-hmm. um, to... You know, that usually that's a substance that highlights the proteins found in blood mm-hmm. underneath a black light. Yep. And it did show signs of blood spatter in the closet of the master bedroom. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no. That, <laughs> that's very worrisome. Yeah, because, like, you would think, like, okay, if there's going to be blood, it would be in the place where they were operating. I mean, right. I mean, the last place I'm thinking there's going to be blood is in a closet. So that's like really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was found. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. um, The house is not currently occupied. Really? Yeah. Nobody lives there. Oh. Except for Sally. Yes, exactly. Sally lives there. Uh, This, this house is available for daytime visits and overnight stays i'm sorry we're going to kansas guys (laughs) 
I'm saying, like, we have a place to stay. We can stay at We Sally's. have a place to stay. Okay. Yeah, we can stay with Sally. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Um, you do need to sign a waiver due to the potential for personal injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll sign the waiver. I'm okay. Yeah. Like but I'm, we're know, not men, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. We, however, um, are going to have to bring some men with us. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, but no serious injuries have been reported since the last tenants in the 90s. Oh, really? Like Deborah okay. and Tony. Well, that's good. So. Maybe she's calmed down a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like she just wanted to be by herself in there and she finally got them out. So she's that's like, true. Okay. Yeah. That's true, too. Maybe. And she's like, I like my visitors, you know, when they come and say hi to me. But Yeah. <laughs> At least they leave. Yeah. That's exactly. Um, so, um, should we go to Kansas? <laughs> um, I think yes. I really, truly, honestly. I, I've honestly heard about the Sally House, Sally House for a while. And there's another, like, podcast that I love. It's called Morbid. And they went with um, Sam and Colby, who are YouTubers, mm-hmm. um, to the Sally House. And they had, like, a whole podcast where they talked about it. And they were like, it was absolutely... Like, one of them doesn't believe in ghosts at all and came out of that house with, like, a completely different experience. So, oh, wow. Kind of want to go. Kind of want that to happen to me. Um, yeah, like, maybe it would change my point of view. I mean, right. I already do um, believe in the ghosts. So, but I would love further evidence to prove that. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, always looking um, for more evidence. I do also want to mention Deborah. She wrote a book. Um, called The Sally House Haunting, A True Story. Mm-hmm. So, you so, can hear, hear it from her. And also, I wanted to say, like, I can't believe that Ed and Lorraine Warren didn't really, like, come close to this house. But I guess it was, like, nice. not in the right time frame. I don't know. It seems, like, up their alley, though. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if they were still doing, like, investigating ghost things, like, in the 90s. Because at that point, they yeah. were pretty old already. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. That's my guess. If they were, they would have. They would have definitely oh, hit this. Also. Absolutely, absolutely, they would have. Also, have we considered the fact that, like, maybe, possibly, that couple could just be lying to have a story? That is definitely. That definitely could be true. <laughs> Not calling them liars, guys. If you're listening, <laughs> there saying. is record of the um, the doctor though. Okay. Um. Dr. Finney and him having, like, practiced medicine in the house. Yeah. I mean, it's not like so. saying this story really got them famous or anything. Like, okay, she wrote a book, but, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, the book's not that famous. Yeah, so. exactly. So, like, kind of wouldn't make sense, but always a possibility, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and I looked at, um, you know, hearing about the story and hearing that the house is from the 1800s and stuff... It makes it seem like it's one of those houses, like, the ones that we visited, you know, with all of the old mm-hmm. furniture and, like, it looks so fancy and stuff. Yeah. But then I need to remember the fact that it's from the 90s, really. Because looking at this house in, like, videos and stuff, it just looks like a normal house. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. A normal house. <laughs> and then there's, like, stuff. They still have stuffed animals in the nursery um, just because... You know, that was part of the story that, you know, they would find them in a circle. Yeah. Um, 
and like out of place and stuff but it's just yeah it's just interesting to me it's like oh I don't know haunted houses to me seem like different than modern everyday houses but you know I guess it literally can, can be any house literally savannah this whole time that you've even been telling this story i was picturing like a house that has like that's like so run down we have to wear our shoes like wooden creaky floorboards like i'm picturing like the worst of the worst see that's what i'm saying yeah you either picture that or like um you know the ronaldo house like we were yeah i was talking about yeah like one of those but no it's like this is just a normal house it's it's that's crazy. Like, I looked up pictures of it today, and the outside does look like it could use some work, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, I don't know. It seems kind of normal. It doesn't That's look so that run down. That's so wild. I love that. That makes me want to go even more, because that makes me feel less scared for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it looks normal. Listen, I'm down to go to Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> I think we should. Pay a little visit to our little Sally girl, if it's even Sally. Yeah, yeah, and maybe we can, uh, maybe I should look up another story in Kansas. I don't know if we've really had anything. I know. I was just trying to think back. Couldn't think of a single one. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But you know what is funny? <laughs> what? Um, our stories really have been connecting. Oh um, my gosh! And this week we really didn't say anything, nothing <laughs> to each we other. Didn't. And it's just funny. You're you'll see the connection. I won't tell you right now, but um, <laughs> it's just hilarious. So this week for you, I have a curse. Da da da. So I'm gonna cover the curse of the Wizard of Oz movie. <gasps> No. Oh my God. <laughs> Not the Wizard of Oz when I did Kansas. I know. So if you don't know, um, the Wizard of Oz movie is set in Kansas. So oh my gosh. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. Because we're going to Oz. Yeah, we're Your going store. to Oz. This is perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like, what the heck are the odds of that? Like, the second that you said Kansas at the beginning of your story i was like oh my god that is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is crazy also the wizard of oz like i grew up um really liking that movie because my mom sort of loved it Mm -hmm. um so yeah also she has okay she has these little dolls you've seen them right Mm -hmm. i sure have seen them (laughs) (laughs) she has like collectible dolls of um you know, Wizard of Oz characters. They're like porcelain. Mm-hmm. That's so creepy. I mean, to me, yeah. I think all dolls are creepy. But... And it's in, okay, also, it's in like a decorative cabinet. The doll cabinet. Right? 
and because they're small Mm -hmm. um and that was in they was in the room that i used to sleep in Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh i will never forget that dog Mm -mm. but they're not i mean i grew up with them in the house so i'm not really creeped out by them yeah but can't relate but yeah so (laughs) wizard of oz is definitely um close to me a it's little bit so I'm, I'm interested to hear no for sure it's i feel like it's close to everybody and i tragically have to say i'm probably if y'all don't know the story i'm gonna break y'all's hearts with this one okay for those <laughs> of you who love this movie um my this is like my brother's favorite movie growing up so i grew up watching it so much but i actually yes. always hated it <gasps> what yeah i thought it was too long too boring like the overall idea i thought was great but i thought it like the movie itself was just too long too boring huh okay. so <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. But, um, and I also, like, I don't know why I got, like, a creepy vibe from it. Um, I don't know, the wizard creepy. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely get the creep factor, but. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen it in a while, though. Yeah, same. Well, I saw clips doing this research, but. Anyways, so, um, let's see. But, yeah, as I said, like, most people love this movie. And it's, like, literally, like, one of the most popular movies of all time goes down to history so you know pretty much everybody's seen it um but so before we get more into the story i do just really want to give like a big huge flashing trigger warning for just about literally any and everything bad that you can imagine i'm gonna probably talk about so (laughs) great (laughs) um just you know if you don't want to hear like a darker story maybe just skip this one and listen to last week's because it was more fun so this one's fun just a little dark so Moving on, let's get right on into it. So, The Wizard of Oz, the movie, premiered August 15th, 1939, which, that's a hot minute ago. Honestly, yeah. almost 100 years ago. Yeah, I was, we're coming up on the 100 years. <laughs> that's wild. That's so wild. Um, and I keep saying movie because The Wizard of Oz, you know, it is based on a book, but this, we're fully going to focus on the movie here. So, if you haven't, if you are living under a rock, literally, and haven't seen The Wizard of Oz, um, I'll give you a little brief synopsis. So the main character is this young girl, and her name's Dorothy, and she lives in Kansas. And a huge tornado hits Kansas, and it magically somehow transports Dorothy to this magical place called Oz. And she, like, goes on this journey to track down this man whose name is The Wizard, and... um apparently he's the only one that can help her get home so she's like i gotta get to him Mm -hmm. um so this movie cost um in 1939 cost three million dollars to make (gasps) which today yeah so today that equals over 55 million dollars that's literally huge budget like that's not huge today, but, like, back then, that's absolutely huge. They were just going crazy with the the um, special effects. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. crazy. They really were. It's really, like, the first movie to kind of use any of that stuff. So, like, it was a very big production. Um, and in by 1967, which is just, you know, over, like, 30 years um, that it came out, Time declared it the most popular single film in the history of U.S. television. So. Oh, wow. And it honestly always is on TV. True, Like, truthfully, like, on cable. Yeah. <laughs> always on some channel. I mean, so. it's a classic. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's a great movie. Absolutely. And um, the famous Judy Garland um, played Dorothy, and the movie made her a national legend. So, 
You know, we love yes, Judy Garland. I was going to say we love Julie, Judy. Yes, we, we stand. We stand Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, but tragically, despite like all of this success that the film was having, um, The Wizard of Oz is actually considered to be a cursed film. And so there are like a bunch of cursed films. But yeah, it's like one of the first cursed films, really. I do know about some things mm-hmm. with this movie, but I don't. I actually don't know about a curse. Yeah, so I think, you know, we'll talk about it more at the end, but, like, I think people just kind of call this more of a curse just because so many bad things happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. There's theories around it. Um, so there were countless serious accidents on set. Um, and the special effects, like, like you said, this was, like, the biggest special effects, like, movie that had, like, ever even been thought about at this point in time. And so the special effects team was Oscar nominated, which is like huge back then. And wasn't it one of the first movies to have um, like Technicolor? Color? Yep, it sure was. Yeah, and yeah. that's one of the cool parts of the, about the movie too. It starts in black, in and, black white and white and then goes to color. Yeah, so I do love that part of the Amazing. movie. And also, if you guys don't know, there is also a musical called Wicked that's based on this. And the new one is coming out, like, the movie version is coming out next year with Ariana Grande. Oh, okay. Love that for us. Um, Hopefully that movie, you know, is going better than this one, at least. But, um, so, because of, like, all the serious accidents that were going on, um, some cast members and crew did end up losing their lives over this film, which is, like, really bad. Um, and so one of the things that happened was two of the actors who were playing the winged monkeys were like, you know, rigged up in this like pulley system so they could fly. If you've seen the movie, you know, the monkeys like fly and the, something happened like with one of the strings that were like holding them up in the pulley system, one of the strings broke, which made them fall like really, really far to the ground and they didn't say how far but it was like extremely extremely far and they like ended up getting really hurt and they ended up having to like drop out of the movie because of how hurt they were and that was like crazy pretty much on the first day of like filming so not great um starting off starting off strong (laughs) very strong (laughs) with the bad stuff yeah um another thing that happened was the wicked witch of the west um her stunt double betty danko hurt her left leg really badly when so she was the stunt double so you know she was doing the dangerous stuff that the main actress was not going to do so she was on the broomstick which was also something that flew in the air and like she was being pulled from one area to another area on the broomstick when the broomstick got too hot like the machine got too hot and literally exploded all this metal and all this like stuff went into her leg and it caught on fire so she literally caught on fire what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just imagine like a literal human being on a broomstick like on fire okay how did it explode it just got too hot like think about the technology back then you know it wasn't what it was today like yeah. no air no fans built into any machinery i'm sure <laughs> like just very dangerous very dangerous um so and it's also like really important to know like none of these special effects in this movie had ever been done before ever period so everybody was just starting literally like from the ground up like let's use this firework to like fuel something you know like they were really just experimenting out there which really cost people their lives 
Mm-hmm. And also at this time, there were no unions. So if you don't, I don't really even know what a union is. But one thing that I do know is that unions today, they really protect like actors and like film crew. So like anybody who works in like the film business at all, like they're all like part of a union. Um, but and like that's how they are protected, like with their safety and stuff. Like if stuff mm-hmm. happens, like they will at least get paid for it. And like, you know. Yeah. So the unions basically like they're. I mean, they were, I'm pretty sure unions are, like, whatever group you're advocating for. So, like, the actors' unions are all actors. Um, And they got together to, you know, make things better for them as actors. And they sort of lobby to make laws. um, And if you're a part of the unions, then you get benefits. And, like, there's other unions, obviously, for different types of work but yeah that's basically yeah what that is since you said you didn't really know what it was i mean yeah i just didn't know really how to describe it but yeah yeah thank you very much but yeah so like because there was no this was like so early like in the film career there was no union like they hadn't made a union yet because i guess like they hadn't really experienced anything that would make them need something like that you know so Uh they didn't really have anybody to report to no laws to like go back on and be like hey we can't really be doing this right now so, like, there was just no protection for anybody. Yeah. That really sucks. It really does. Like, in that, yeah, in that sort of zone where it's, like, that stuff is super dangerous even today sometimes. Exactly. Like, people still get hurt to this day. So, yeah. like, the fact that they just had no protection is, like, really scary. They were, like, they could make you do, like, anything. They, like, just. And they yeah. did. Let me tell you about yeah. some other crazy stuff that they did. So, um, another reason that this film is allegedly cursed is the makeup all of the makeup in this movie made the actors extremely extremely sick um did it have like lead in it or something yeah sure did um and amongst other things um so buddy ebsen who was originally cast as the tin man um you know was just doing his thing on set and only nine days after he started filming the movie he was hospitalized and they had to like have him sit like, in this enclosed space, and they called it an oxygen tent because he needed to be, like, literally secluded. And so he could just, like, learn how to breathe again. Um, So if you haven't seen the movie, imagine, like, a full man in, like, a tin silvery costume with all over his body, completely painted silver, like, because that's what he is in the movie. Um, So his whole body was pretty much covered in this, like, silver paint. And the original makeup was made with aluminum powder, um, which is really, really poisonous to, like, the human body. Um, So when the crew learned that um, Buddy um, had this, like, aluminum poisoning, the doctors were like, he's not going to recover quickly. He will probably recover, but definitely not quickly. Um, So when the, you know, crew found that out, they decided to fire him and recast the role. And so they hired Jack Haley to be the Tin Man instead. Okay. See, that alone, like, that would have been stopped by the union itself. Exactly. It's like, you can't. You can't. Nowadays, like, they caused that, and then they're just going to fire him. Exactly. And leave him in the hospital <laughs> for what right. ended up being months. So, like, that's, that's really. Crazy. It's See, so that's bad. also crazy that, like, this movie could have been different because it was supposed to be with somebody else. Exactly. Like, we have no idea, like... Like, like that's yeah. so wild. That's one of the main characters. He, so yeah. That, hmm. 
It's crazy. It's so crazy. And I didn't even know that, that somebody else had originally like been cast. I didn't know that either. For yeah. the Tin Man. Yeah. So, okay, but here's the craziest part, okay? So I told, I said that they had hired this guy named Jack Haley to be the new Tin Man. But this time around, they used the same makeup. Okay? I need you to know that. They used the same aluminum poisoning makeup. Why would they do that? Um, But <laughs> this time... They mixed it with some other substance. I don't, I couldn't say it, so I didn't even write it down. So it's just like this other substance that turns this makeup into a paste rather than just like straight up paint aluminum. So it's like a paste aluminum. And then that's what they used on him. So they basically diluted it. Yeah, they diluted it. Yep. Um, However, that didn't really help that much. Um, He ended up developing like a severe eye infection in his right eye. And luckily it was treatable and they were able to just like treat it after a couple weeks and he was able to go back filming. But yeah, the doctors were like, yeah, it's more than likely from the makeup. So, you know, they didn't really learn their lesson on that one. Um, not at all. So another actress, um, her name was Margaret Hamilton. She was the um, Wicked Witch of the West, um, the main one. And she ended up getting burned on set as well so i told you earlier her stunt double did well so did she um so when it happened this is so bad okay this is this is painful for me to think about so her accident also happened on the same room that exploded with the stunt double um she somehow it caught on fire again i guess it overheated and the makeup artist on set had to rush as fast as they could to remove all of the Wicked Witch of the um, West makeup because it was made out of copper and copper would melt into her burns very quickly because of the, um, you know, like temperature of the fire and it would be immediately toxic to her. So they were trying to like get it all off before it could get into any open wound as fast as they could. Um, oh my God, that is horrific. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I'm like, guys, maybe we should stop using this makeup. Um, yeah, like, do you guys have anything else? Like, like is there nothing? Like, somebody call L'Oreal. Get them over here now. Like, it's just so bad. And so it took about a month for Margaret Hamilton to, you know, heal from that. And But she was able to come back and finish the movie. So, hmm. you know. I guess with this makeup and stuff, like, they had to have the brightest, best colors. Because, you know, it's one of the first things in color. Yep. They definitely did. That's crazy, though. And oh also, gosh. like, if you think about makeup back then, like, it's nothing. Like, like today you could easily order, like, cruelty-free, very safe, vegan color of any color to paint on your face. But, like, back then, definitely not. You yeah. Know? Like, mm-hmm. makeup is still, like, a really bad industry. Like, with using, like, harmful products even today. So, like, back then, there was just absolutely no regulations. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, but... Moving along, and horrible to say, um, a final cast member who, you know, arguably, like, suffered the most on this set was, sadly, the Judy Garland herself, Dorothy. Um, Mm -hmm. So, when she shot the movie, she was only 16 years old, which is absolutely insane for me to think about, like... Are you serious? She was only 16? Yep. Yep, when she started. So, that's, like, wild, because I'm just thinking back to myself at 16... Couldn't have been like that. Right. And imagine, right. imagine being 16 and working on this set. 
I haven't even gotten to the worst of it. So it's just, you know, all really, truly only downhill from here. Um, so it would later come out long after the movie came out that her like really dark experience on set caused her really big issues later in life with depression and a really bad eating disorder that would continue for the rest of her life. Um, it never, it never went away. And that was fully because of the movie. Um, and that's what she said. One of the most like well-known incidents that happened to her was during the, um, introduction of like the cowardly lions character. Um, Dorothy was supposed to slap the lion and make him cry like in the movie. And when she like had first filmed that for the first time, Judy couldn't contain her laughter. Um, cause she was seeing like this actor whose name is Bert Lair, um, who played the, um, cowardly lion. She was seeing him like cry in full costume for the first time. And she's 16 years old and she just slapped a grown man who's dressed as a lion. I would mm-hmm. be laughing too. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Um, and I'm picturing the way that this lion like cries. Exactly. Like, like you can if see you've it. Seen the, if you've seen the movie, it is kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's funny. It's so like the funny. way he does it. It's great. It's like one of the most remember like memorable things I remember from the movie. Yeah. Is him yeah. crying. Uh-huh. So, um, and apparently her like little giggles can be seen in the final cut of the movie. So I want to rewatch and look for that because that's, oh, that's funny cute. that it made it in there. But what's not funny is that the director, um, Victor Fleming, was not impressed by her laughing and thought it was, like, very immature. And so he took it upon himself to slap um, Judy Garland really hard so that she would stop giggling. Um, Oh, my God. See, times really were different because very what? (laughs) Very. So after he slapped her, he screamed at her for what she said felt like an hour but was probably only a couple minutes. Um, to stop wasting his and everybody else's time and to get the scene right or else something worse was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that is bad. And if you think about it, that's really at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And as I said at the very beginning, I think this movie is extremely long, especially for the time. So, like, the amount of filming they had to do, my heart just breaks, honestly, um, for how much they probably had to go through. So, even worse than that... Judy claimed that the studio executives gave her uppers and sleeping pills so that she could keep up with a demanding pace of the movie. Um, so, oh like, depending God. on the time of day, like, if she needed to be awake, they would give her uppers. And if she needed, like, a couple hours of rest or whatever, they would give her sleeping pills. So they were just, like, feeding her pills. I mean, wasn't that time period sort of, like, those kind of drugs were pretty popular too definitely they definitely were but also like she's 16 but yeah that that is awful like she is really yeah like i feel like it was very popular for adults to be doing so like it makes sense that they had them but like the fact that they were giving them to this child is like really really bad um and on top of that they were giving her even more of the pills because they considered her to be too overweight for the part So the pills that they were giving her not only would keep her awake or make her go to sleep, depending on the time, but they would also, like, restrict her hunger so that she wouldn't eat, so that she wouldn't gain more weight, which is just beyond insane. Because if y'all seen the movie, Judy Garland is beautiful, okay? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, she's, like, perfect. I don't understand. Literally. Literally she is. So Hmm. what they would, you know, feed her on set, like, because, you know, obviously, like... In movie sets, even back then, you know, people would get, like, food catered to them so they could eat. And the only thing that they would feed her, she said, was cigarettes, coffee, and pills. No actual food. Oh, For hours and hours, like, sometimes, like, 24 hours filming. No food. 
cigarettes, coffee, and pills, and that's it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, um, and what's even more awful is that, like, not only were these people, like, saying that she was, like, too overweight for the part, but people were also, like, literally calling her ugly straight to her face. Which I'm like, first of all, why are you saying that? She's not ugly. Like, stop lying. But, um, also, like, wh- like just why? She's the main character of the movie. Obviously, she's not ugly or y'all would not have cast her. Yeah, see, that's what I have a problem with. Like, why did you cast her if you were just going to be mean to her? Exactly. Or I guess, I guess they were probably... They probably plan to do this to any of them. Yeah, that's my assumption. Um, yeah, like just because like it's intimidation. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand. But no. that's horrible. Literally. And so even the actor who plays the scarecrow, his name is Roy Bulger. Um, he was really mean to her. He apparently said to her face multiple times, um, quote unquote, that you aren't exactly pretty. Um, oh my gosh. And I'm like are you kidding me? You guys are disgusting old men with yeah. your irrelevant opinions of how like, this 16-year-old first looks. First of all, how old were they? Because Disgusting what? and old. They were definitely old. Grown, grown adults. Like, I just, I really can't. So, after all of that trauma that Judy was going through, um, after the movie wrapped, she was struggling really bad with drug addiction and she actually attempted suicide several times um, before tragically dying of an accidental overdose on June 22nd in 1969. And she was only 47 years old when she died. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's a really big tragedy. And honestly, like, the biggest shame to think that, like, America's number one movie um, literally caused Judy Garland to die in the end. Because all of her problems stemmed from her filming this movie. Yeah, which is just horrible. It's so heartbreaking. And also, on top of all of that, there were many sexual assault allegations going around. But I just, you know, this movie is already, not movie, this story is already dark enough. I didn't want to get into all of that. But I just think it's important to also mention that that was also going on at the same time as everything else that I've been saying. So, just to see, like, what all this poor girl had to go through just to make this movie is really sick honestly very sick um so you know moving out of the horrible way that they were treating judy garland and back on to kind of like how dangerous the set was um there is a scene in the movie where dorothy and the gang which is like the tin man the lion and the scarecrow um they fall asleep in a field um, right outside the Emerald City, and it snows on them like as they're falling asleep. Do you remember that scene, Savannah? Yes, and I think I know what you're about mm-hmm. to say about it. So that snow that you see in the movie is actually made of straight up asbestos. Yeah, like the very dangerous cancer-causing asbestos. Like yeah. it's straight. It's not even like a mix of anything. That's just plain asbestos being thrown on them. Yeah, but did they not know at that time? Or? No. No, and I should have looked it up, but I do know for a fact that they didn't really know that asbestos was causing cancer for, like, a long time. Which is why some yeah. people's houses still have it literally today. Yes. Yeah, it's been around, like, it used to be used for insulation a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Yep. Yep. So, I think, and that's probably what it was used for, even, the, like, what they were throwing on them. Because it was probably, like, the cheapest way to buy something that looked like snow. If I had to guess. So, 
Yeah, I just looked it up. So uh, asbestos, um, it stopped being used um, by the late 1970s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's like 40 years after this movie, so... There was an act in um, 1976, so. Oh, my gosh. Almost 50 years after the movie. That's crazy. That's, yeah. So, you know, and people did end up getting cancer. And, of course, it can't be directly correlated to the snow. But it definitely didn't help, you know. So, um, let's see. So, there's also a bunch of really popular, like, urban legends surrounding the movie as well. So, One of the most well-known is that allegedly one of the actors who played um, one of the munchkins um, allegedly committed suicide on set during shooting. So for years, people have been able to see what they think is footage of his death in the background of the movie, literally. And it's apparently, it's where they're like singing, we're off to see the wizard, wonderful wizard of Oz, like Mm -hmm. when they're like skipping down the little road um that part of the movie and i'm not gonna lie i've seen the evidence for that i have seen the evidence and personally what i think i think it does look like a body um it is very blurry and it is very far back in the woods but um the studio claims that it was an exotic bird that got onto the set okay um so you know i think that's very suspicious and i I have seen the pictures for myself is all I have to say. So, you know, just had to throw that one out there. So, um, yeah. Like how, what do they mean? An exotic bird? Yeah. I, I, they don't elaborate. <laughs> I think how they, would that happen? like, also, I'm sorry. It doesn't look like an, ele- it doesn't look like a bird at right. all. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think they were just trying to cover some things up. So that's, you know, not great. None of this is great. So, on top of all of that, this set, just imagine, imagine even going through one of these things, but imagine going through all of them, and the set is extremely, extremely hot. Now, I'll tell you just how hot it was in just a minute, but as you said before, this movie was one of the first to be ever shot in Technicolor. So, as you said, it goes from black and white at the beginning of the movie, and then it turns to color. Um, And because of this... It required extremely large sets with cameras like hidden in every single corner, just everywhere so that like everything can be seen. But because of how big the set was, it was really dark. And so they had to light it up. Um, But because there was so much lighting, like when I say so much lighting, dangerous, like I, we will post some of the pictures, the lighting situation was so bad and obviously they didn't have led bulbs at the time so all these bulbs were like very hot to the touch um so that's what caused the set to be so hot that's insane that like see i never even think about lights being hot anymore because yeah most of the time they're not anymore but that wow yeah huh um because of the heat like people in the cast and crew were always fainting and being carried off the set and I want you to guess how hot do you think it was inside the building? Like, you know what's hot inside the building. Like, I mean, I keep my house on a steady 71. Yeah. Was it, like, in the 80s, 90s? Tragically, it got up to 101 degrees inside. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, which is about 38 degrees Celsius. 
Um, There's no way. Which I can't imagine. I remember one summer my air conditioning was broken. It got up to 97 in my house, and I thought I was really going to die. I really did. And I, you know what? I wasn't even doing anything. I was just sitting, sweating. Like, these people were working, dancing, singing, all the things in this weather. Like, that's, oh my gosh. And yeah. also, I'm just like, how were they not disgusting looking on the film? I would be sweating yes. so bad. Yeah. And think about their costumes. Thinking. Think about mm-hmm. their costumes. The lion? Oh, my gosh. How are they not sweating? Well, I'll tell you how they're not sweating in just a minute. Um, but when it would get too hot, like, too, too hot, which, I mean, like, what is too hot at this point? But director Victor Fleming would have all of the lights turned off and open all the doors so that the actors, you know, could have a minute to step outside and have fresh air. Now, I would personally think that the lion would have it the worst, like, heat-wise, but apparently... The Scarecrow had it the worst. So Buddy Ebsen was the actor. Mm -hmm. And he said that the mask, because if you don't, the Scarecrow wears a mask. And the fact that anybody had to wear a mask in 101 degree weather makes me just want to throw up. Like a mask, like a full face, full head mask. Oh, no. That makes me claustrophobic even just thinking about it. Back to them being mean to her, though. Maybe that's why. They were all really hot and they're like... We're That's just gonna true. be mean. <laughs> That's very true. The heat definitely did not help the situation at all. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Um, so but the guy that played the scarecrow, Buddy Ebsen, he said that his mask wasn't porous at all. There was no like breathing room in the mask. Like they did like the people who made the mask didn't even think about him having to breathe. Um, so even when it wasn't hot, he said it was like extremely hard to breathe. But because the mask wasn't porous at all, it and it was so like skin tight to him, you he couldn't sweat. Because that's how tight it was. Like, his, like there was literally no pore, like, no room for his pores to okay. open. Okay. See, that's... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I That She's makes insane. me just want to throw up just thinking about it. Like, I yeah. can't. Um, and Not he, being able to breathe and stuff? Like, literally. how are you acting? Literally. And he said, he said this statement, which made me just throw up. He was like, you don't realize how much that you breathe through your skin until you can't do it. And I'm like, ew, because, like, you do breathe through your skin. Like, that's you, like, sweating and stuff. And I'm like, that's, mm mm-mm. I really don't like it. So every night after filming, it would take them, like, multiple hours for the makeup people to peel the mask off his face. And that's just the mask. Ugh. Disgusting. And by the end of filming, he had permanent lines near his chin and mouth from the mask being ripped off every day. Oh, my God. Because that's how tight it was on him. Oh, my God. And they probably, like glued it with some sort Probably of toxic actual substance. glue yeah yeah <laughs> like like e6000 or whatever it's called Pro- yeah probably craft glue literally um so you know some people believe that like all of this is because of a curse and so specifically um people think that what like there's multiple theories but one of them is that the director victor fleming um like, that he himself was cursed and that that's why the whole movie was cursed. Because apparently everybody was just like, Victor Fleming is, like, a really bad man. I personally don't know anything about him other than this story. So, to me, he sounds pretty bad. But people were like, yeah, he's evil. So, that's why there's a curse. I think that's not probably true. But um, what other people believe is that, so I did mention this movie is based on a book. Right. And so this book, there's a lot of controversy over it. And it's actually one of the banned books. And it, it's been banned for, I think, even my entire existence. Oh. 
Because I remember it was banned at, like, the libraries in my schools, even growing up. So, you know, I haven't ever read it. So I don't know, like, the difference between it or, like, really why it's even banned. And I couldn't really find too much of an explanation without getting too political of things. So, you know, I don't really know even why it's banned. But this, like, whole banned book situation of people thinking that it's evil, they're like, oh, this is the devil's work. So it must be a curse. So I think that's really where, like, this curse aspect stems from more than there actually being a curse. Because I really think this is just, like, people don't know what they're doing. And people are getting hurt really bad. More than a curse. Yeah. Um, I did did just look up why the book was banned, though. Okay, and what did it say? So there's different reasons, actually. Interesting. Um... It says that it was banned in 1928, which is this really that old, yeah. um, for depicting women in strong leadership roles. Okay, great. Um, it was banned more recently because of the novel's depiction of nice witches. Interesting. And it has been banned for being untrue to life. <laughs> okay. So That's just very interesting. Yeah. Um, and and for having no value. Okay, I did children. see the no value. They were like, there's no lesson behind the story. Right. Um, okay, there doesn't always have to be a lesson. Yeah, so, like, why do you have to ban it just because of that? Yeah, that's know. really weird. But the part that people, I think, like, get really caught up on is the fact that there are witches and magic. So, they're like, that's some demon. Yes. Demons yeah, going on. Something else here saying that it's... Um, promoting like negativity but it's like i don't know if it is really good like how so you know because there's witches i mean I they're guess. so evil in the movie i don't know yeah like there is uh glenda the good witch yeah exactly that's but... who ariana grande plays by the way oh, okay um <laughs> that's a good role for her mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> truly but yeah so i guess people don't like that they're like no there can't be good witches yeah so but... stupid I don't know. I don't know. It's probably the same reason that, like, Harry Potter is banned in some places. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. For dumb reasons. Very dumb reasons. So, you know, overall, I really don't think, like, an actual curse has anything to do with, like, how bad this film is. But that's just what people call it, you know, the curse of the Wizard of Oz. But also, there could be a curse on top of people just being neglectful, you know? Could be a double whammy. I don't know. It's, you know, not out of the realm possibility you know crazier things have happened that's yeah that's true so i don't know what do you think well i mean all of this stuff it just sounds like it just is all of the stereotypes from the past where it's like okay they had toxic chemicals and like hot lights and all this stuff just built together to me make a bad situation yeah but somehow they still made a good movie (laughs) so (laughs) Somehow, somehow, somehow they, yeah, they still that's made true. a pretty good movie. I guess that's the evil but, of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that is very. This whole thing is like a stereotype of what Hollywood is like. For it's sure, like, it's really what it turned into. Like this was the first movie that it happened, at least yeah. first well-known movie that happened, and it really hasn't gotten better since then. Not too much. Yeah. And okay, so you talking about um, uh, Judy Garland sort of it it just reminded me of drew barrymore oh my gosh yes and it's just like in my heart breaks for both of them literally and there's definitely like other 
people too that this has happened to. Most But like those just like pop into my head and it's just like, that's just, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Because like you think about like how, how excited, like especially like Judy Garland must have been to have this role. And then like, it's like very famous, but then she had to endure all that. And now, yeah, it's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. Hollywood can be evil. Maybe it's just the curse of Hollywood itself. Maybe. Okay. And that's a whole nother thing. So, you know, maybe we'll have to come back to that one. So, yeah, maybe, but that's the curse of the Wizard of Oz. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Now I feel like I, at first I was wanting to watch this movie again, but now I feel like I can't until I forget about all this stuff. I know. I know. And like, even when you watch it again, I feel like you're just going to be thinking about what I said, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. When I watched it when I was little, the scarecrow used to be my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he's kind of mean. Yeah. Very mean. To a literal baby. So, you know, I don't know. Really crazy, though. But definitely go look at our Instagram, our fun, new, new and improved Instagram per Savannah. Yes. Hopefully <laughs> I can keep it up with these cool posts. You got it, um, man. It takes a little bit more effort. But... You know, we believe in you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But also go write and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. Have a great rest of your week. Yes. Um, we're leaving you off with that. Yeah. Live your best life. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Cue the music. <laughs>